2: WRKS Pickens
0: Jackson.
3: All systems go.
0: Live from the Whiskey Sixty One Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. This now our Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds Streaming
2: live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN One Hundred Five Point Nine. All set. Let's go.
3: The zone.
2: Oh man. Good morning. Jason said it's time to roll, so let's do it. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. It's a football Friday, and uh, it's a bacon Friday. I didn't know that until Jason told me. It's a tailgating Friday. I did know that. Um, I think I got kind of bad information yesterday on the Captain Rodney's dip, so that's partly on Jason's fault because he picked the wrong recipe to read to me. (laughs) It's not near as bad as I thought. And when Wendy heard the recipe, she was like, "No, no, 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 no! It's you don't, you don't, you don't do mayonnaise." And I was like, "See, that's what, that's what made me drive off the cliff on that thing." So, uh, we're going to get into all kinds of topics. Uh, Florida, Utah. We are the Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 the Zone, ESPN. Want to say good morning? Welcome in. Grab a cup of coffee, or, you know, Fiji water, whatever it is you like. Oh, coconut water. Already poured some of that, although I haven't had a sip yet. I have had my athletic greens and I have had a couple of shots of honey. So I feel like I'm in a good spot because I stayed up to later than I'm used to. And I really, really like to stay on schedule. But during football season, that gets, you know, now I'm not going to stay up for, you know, all the Sunday night football, NFL. You know, I got to be, we got to be ready to roll on Monday. If it's a really good game, yeah, I know Dak's on you know, a week from Sunday. I mean, what's new? But um, last night I felt, hey, you know, you got to stay up. you got to watch the whole game and watch Florida and Utah and, and bounce back and forth from some other games, including the boring Big Ten game. Man, they can't get out of their way, can they? I mean, <laughs> boring, blank football. Oh, man. Dude, but, uh, but Utah down – the uh, the Florida Gators, I shouldn't surprise you. We mentioned that they haven't lost a home game since November twenty first, 2020, and uh, how tough and physical uh, that program is and how phenomenal a coach Kyle Whittingham is. Um, he's better than Jimbo Fisher. Oh, but Jimbo won a national championship. No, anyway. Um, it's like me arguing with people about Dak Prescott. Well, Jalen Hurts went to the Super Bowl. Okay. Anyway, um, Florida, Utah. Florida ran into a buzzsaw, and uh, hey, what did Bartu say? You know, Kyle Whittingham will drink your beers and kick your butt, and they did that. Now, there is a lot of doom and gloom, and there is a lot of Florida will never win again, and so I am going to walk that back a little bit, and kind of I took some notes last night from what I you know was watching with the game, and I enjoyed it. I mean, gosh, it was good to have football and two power five teams. And I know Florida was sloppy, but they've got athletes. They, they did make some plays and credit to Utah, the way they started and what they did in the first half was enough to uh, to get them through. And, um, you yeah, know, it's a well coached, disciplined, physical team, which, I, you know, last time I checked, that's what every coach wants um, in football. But let me throw out a couple of things couple ways you can get in touch with us because we love it when you reach out and engage. All right? So, Ag Up Equipment text line. Ag Up Equipment text line. 601-885-3776. Twitter handle, at Bo Bounds. That one's already live. I got DX on Twitter. I got somebody else on Twitter talking about Billy Napier and he's got to go and, you know, Lane Kiffin and Dan Lanning uh, need to start to surface as candidates at Florida. I am going to say, slow your roll on that. And then the Stella Artois, what a great beer! Beer, Stella, 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 Stella Artois. Caller line is six zero one nine nine five one zero five nine. I am remote. I am in Star- well, Jason's in the Bank Plus Studio. We're we're going to have fun today. We've got uh, Lee Sterling, handicapper to the gods, Paramount Sports. He'll join us at eight fifteen. Lee Sterling will join us at 8.15. And then at 8.30, we'll have Jake Thompson. And Jake the Snake will uh, will stop by and tuck a little old Miss football as uh, we get ready for uh, quarterback drama, baby, in Oxford between Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders, two very talented young men who can both play, win, make plays. And uh, we got good quarterbacks in this state. Man. I mean, Will Rogers can flat out, play he's a dude he has won on the road at some tough places i talk about it all the time a&m went on the road took their jugular old miss went on the road took their jugular auburn went on the road took theirs um arizona i mean he's got some some really good wins jackson dart he can play he can play um spencer sanders i mean he's got like thousands of snaps under his belt so We'll see what happens there, but Jake Thompson um, on 3 Sports will stop by and hang out with us at 8.30, all right? So let me go over that again. Lee Sterling, and we're going to go back-to-back. I don't usually like doing that, but that's what we're going to do. Lee Sterling at 8.15, Jake Thompson at 8.30. Both will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Bundle your car and home and save. Your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. All right? Who insured my studio? Farm Bureau Insurance. All right. So let's walk through it here for a second. First of all, let's just all say, man, it was fun to watch football last night. Yeah. And uh, it was fun, you know. Uh, NC State was in some trouble, and they got out of it. And Minnesota and Nebraska played for a little while, or at least we thought they were. And Florida goes to Utah. And you don't want to schedule that game, but they did. And the bottom line is, you know, Utah did what they needed to do to win, including the first play of the game, which was a brilliant call, and you all saw it all night long because they went over it. The safety got tangled up and took the bait, and all of a sudden they threw over him, and boom, you know, Utah gets momentum. First play of the game, 70 yards, touchdown, baby, and the Utes are rocking. Now, there's a reason why they haven't lost since November 21st, 2020. Tough place to play. I know most of you um, do not do not watch Utah or Pac-12 football. That's fine. Um, I'm a dork. I'm a college football nerd. I will watch any of the Power Fives and sometimes the G-Fives, right? Southern Miss is on, I'm in. Um, when Central Florida was G-Five, now they're P-Five. And I'll get into John Rice Plumley. Oh, yeah. And the night that he had last night. This guy's going to show out in his last year of college football, but hang on. Um, Kyle Whittingham, we've talked about him forever. He actually took Urban Meyer's place when Urban Meyer went to Florida. That's how long he's been at Utah. He's got nine grandkids. I mean, did you see his beard? Yeah. Do you see the way that guy's built? You don't want to mess with that guy, okay? He'll drink your beers and kick your tail. And that's what he did to Florida last night. And Florida outplayed them at times. Florida's got athletes. This whole thing, Florida won't win again. Guess what? Can I tell you a, a secret about sports that you know, but sometimes you get locked up, especially as guys, once you see a game because of the overreaction? Florida could beat Tennessee in a couple of weeks. Guys, tough place to play. Brand-new quarterback transfer. You know, they got a freshman on the offensive line that's sitting there peeing in his pants, pooping in his pants, okay? I mean, he's like, what just happened? I was in high school. What is this stadium? These people are loud. I can't hear anything. Where am I? You okay? So there's a lot going on. Um, again, give Utah credit. They made they made some really good plays, and they were more disciplined, and they played cleaner. I mean, how many times did Florida get in third and one and get a penalty? Dude. You got to move the sticks, brother. Right, third and one. How many times was it third and six? Coaches listening right now are just sitting there shaking their head. Dude, you can't, you can't overcome that. I mean, unless you're Bama playing Middle Tennessee this weekend, or Ole Miss playing Mercer, I think MSU playing Southeast Louisiana. Um, you still got to give Napier time. You still got to give Napier time. Um, we are the Out of Bounds Show. We're brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino, sportsbook and Lounge. Good morning. Welcome in. Let's have some fun today. Big, big weekend of college football. It's going to be fun, y'all. Back in a second. Big board coming up next.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment.
2: okay. All right. Man, oh, man, what a game. Uh, Or games. We had some games last night. So uh, Florida was, I don't know, taken to the woodshed by uh, by Utah, and now we've got people that uh, are basically saying that Florida will never win again. And uh, they'll get better. They'll get better. Graham Mertz will get better, or they'll find somebody else. And uh, they've got some guys. Um, boy, that rushing attack that I was talking about didn't do much, did they? I mean, Ew. 13 yards rushing? Goodness gracious. Now, Mertz got going, you know, through the air and and hey credit to him he's a tough kid and and he's got potential and he's more athletic than you thought you know the big 10 doesn't believe in using athleticism so but on the on the other side you know uh Bryson Barnes with the uh with the big TD and Nate Johnson with the big TD run and that hey that's all it took. Utah did what they needed to do, and Florida shot themselves in the foot. You know, there were coaches watching that game, and they've all been there. I mean, they, they've been there. You have nights where just nothing goes right. It didn't mean that you didn't do everything you could the week before or two weeks before going into the game. Um, but, again, some a lot of young guys on the road, hostile environment, and like I said, Utah hasn't lost since November twenty first, twenty twenty. It's a good football team. They're back to back Pac 12 champs. And Whittingham uh just wins. He is a phenomenal foot. He'll be another one. Right? We talk about him all the time. Y'all y'all have heard me talk about this for twenty years on this show. And we are the out of bounds show, ESPN one oh five nine the zone. And we're brought to you by one of our game day beers, Stella Artois, also presented by Independent Roofing Systems, the number one commercial industrial roofing company in Mississippi, Independent Roofing Systems, roofing.ms. But we talk about this with guys like um, Bill Schneider and Frank Beamer and Gary Patterson and Mike Leach and Dan Mullen and many more that uh, have had the ability – Gary Alvarez, have had the – I mean, just excellent, excellent coaches. Have had the ability to win at uh, for a sustained amount of time, right? Six, seven-plus years. Some of these guys, 20, 30 years, like Snyder and Beamer. Um, but have the ability to take less and beat other teams. Now, it sounds easy. Most coaches can't do it. Sorry. It's just the way it is. Not all coaches – you know, I hear – I hear other people in my business, well, he's a great coach. Well, he's a great coach. All, all of them can't be a great coach, you know. All of them can't be good coaches. It's just not the way it works. Um, And I especially hear that on guys covering high school football. He's a great coach. He's a great coach. He's a great <laughs> coach. Because they can't say anything. You know, they can't be um constructively criticized at all. And And I'm like, hold on. Everybody's a great coach? Kyle Whittingham is a great coach, Jason, and he has won for a long time. He's put a ton of dudes in the pros, too, but they're physical and they're nasty and they're disciplined in the trenches, which is, you know, you build out from there, and they have the ability to to find other players, and what a great job. First play of the game, they take a shot and convert. And bombs it's, away. It's a, yeah, bombs away. It was, it was a heck of a play. Uh, it was still close. I mean, it's not like it, it – it, it's not like the receiver was running away from guys by eight yards. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it could have easily – you know, the ball could have been knocked down. But it wasn't. And they can – you know, they execute it and give, give them credit. So uh, I'm not I, – I think Billy Napier can flat out coach but you know what Kyle Whittingham's been there for like 19 years and that's a program built on stability and hasn't been through Muschamp, McElwain, Mullen, Napier and that's not what you want to do right which takes me to Mississippi State tomorrow. So Lane's going on year four which isn't like a ton of time but Ole Miss is going you know they they've got the same guy you know most everything's the same. I know Golding's going to run a little bit different defense but what's the old saying defense gets up and running way before the offense so that takes me to tomorrow in starbull and zach arnett this is his first season as a coach he coached the bowl game but it's his first season and the one thing that mississippi state fans need is even though you've been winning i mean it's amazing what leach and arnett and all of them did last year okay because you've gone from mullen to moorhead to Leach, to Arnett. So you need Arnett to work. Um, I think the expectation I mean, the OMS expectations are crazy too, right? It's just about that way across the board, unless you're Vanderbilt in this league. Yeah. But I think the Mississippi State expectations are crazy because this isn't the league to be a first year head coach. Okay? This this isn't this isn't the league to be and, and I think the West was down just a couple of years ago and now all of a sudden we got new West and that new West is Hugh Freeze at Auburn and the new West is we've got a grown up at LSU who's a bad dude Brian Kelly and then we've actually got an uh, one percenter play caller top one percent play caller at a And M and Bobby Petrino, and if you'll stop for a second, say all that out loud, you'll realize what I'm saying. Bo, now you're saying Zach Arnett can't win a game. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just pointing out that this is not the same West as it was just a couple years ago. And, you know, I think it's probably the toughest the West has been. First of all, talent, we all know that. We got two top five recruiters, BAM LSU. Auburn's around number 10. Oh, I'm sorry, I just left out A&M. Let's start over. We have Bama and LSU in the top five, A&M's right around number five, Auburn's right around ten, uh, Ole Miss is around twenty, and Mississippi State and Arkansas around twenty-five. It's just crazy. Dude. It is. So, now, you are fortunate, you got a fourth-year starter at quarterback that could smooth some of this stuff out. And... Um, We've got – do we have time to drop the Marty Smith? We do. All right. Marty Smith, SEC Network. This is what he had to say about Will Rogers.
3: going to punch some people in the mouth this yeah, year. That's
2: going to be another team that wants to out-physical you. That's how they're going to play the game. They got a tough dude behind center in Will Rogers. You love, love that kid. You yeah. do. That kid's tough as woodpecker lips. Hello. <laughs> Never Hello. heard that. Hello.
3: That's my first time hearing that.
2: Good morning. Tough as woodpecker lips. You know how we talk about 49 South and some of the other, uh, you know, dirt roads and smaller highways and smaller roads around the state of Mississippi where, you know, they're tougher than pulpwood and can pull fire hydrants out of the ground just on the way to the cafeteria? Yeah, dude. How about that? Tougher than woodpecker lips. Checks out. Oh, man. How did I not come up with that? That's so Marty Smith, though, right? That, yeah, that is. Most definitely. I, Marty Smith is, is he looks like, he reminds me of Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s older brother. Okay. You see
3: where I'm going there? Yeah, who, who swore that he could have been in the same spot as Dale, but, you know, he, he had a problem with his back or something, you know, it just didn't work out.
2: Uh, well, okay. Um, but, you know, the bottom line is, the bottom line is tougher than woodpecker lips. So all who's gotten all the the uh, headlines and, and the scuttlebutt, the three Ole Miss? I mean, this is how it, it goes. Who's gotten all the hype? Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders, and Walker Howard, who's not even going to play. Got a fourth-year starter who's won at Auburn, at A&M, at Ole Miss, at Arizona. Among other games. And he is a dude. And, uh, man, it's a big year for him, too. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Superior Foundation. Superior Foundation. For all your foundation needs, superior.ms. That's superior.ms for all your foundation needs. SEC Insider Hit coming up next. Tougher than Woodpecker
0: lives.
2: All right, so the ACC has added Stanford, Cal, and SMU. Are you all excited? The ACC has officially added Stanford, Cal, and SMU. SMU found their way in, or some have said they bought their way in. Hey, people buy their way into the country club every day to hang around people, right? Run a friend. True. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what SMU said, you know what? We won't take any money for seven years. We went and found some super-duper rich donors. We want to be in the Power Five. We're tired of looking across town and seeing TCU in a Power Five. We believe we're better than them, even though they've been better than us. Uh, but we have a ton of money, just like them. We see Baylor in the Power Five. We see Houston in the Power Five, Texas Tech, and we want to be in the Power Five. So SMU, you know, when I was growing up, Eric Dickerson and the Mustangs, baby, and they were buying players and they were getting after it, and then the NCAA gave them the death penalty, and they, you know, really never recovered. There's been a couple of years here and there. Excellent school academically. Um, Cool campus. Been on the campus like a lot of y'all. Had some friends go there. And, um, yeah. So, boom. SMU, Cal, and then the big boy. Stanford. You know, the big boy with the big endowment in the Bay Area. And um, there you go. So, the ACC has expanded. And they've decided that they want to travel all around and across the country. Is that enough for Clemson and Florida State? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Um, Is North Carolina mad? It's another question. So I was reading that letter that was going around. I I didn't confirm if it was real. But um, if that letter that the board, the overwhelming majority of the board, maybe you know, something happened, obviously, uh, was not in favor of cross-country travel, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. That grant of rights that everybody has until twenty thirty six looks to be ironclad. I mean, they've all spent millions of dollars looking at it, and the attorneys have been like, "Yeah, we'll keep looking at it." I mean, it's not going to change, but we'll keep billing, baby. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how that looks or or what it looks like. But now, you know, Stanford, Cal, and SMU. You get that Dallas market, and. Maybe they can build. I think they'll pour a bunch of money, or even more, into their program. They'll be in the Power Five. They'll be excited. They're not going to take any money for a while. They went out and evidently found a couple hundred million dollars, um, maybe even more. Just found. And boom, they'll they'll do their deal. So the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, is brought to you by Superior Foundation. For all your foundation repairs, Superior Foundation. Also brought to you by core cryotherapy and wellness we talk about recovery you're an adult you're working out you want to recover um i've got parents listening you've got high school students playing and even junior high nonstop practice 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 game 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 only way for them to perform and compete at an optimal optimal level is recovery and that's what core cryotherapy and wellness does in the township they've actually got whole teams i mean Teams are going there to get the recovery that they need to, to be able to compete and excel at a very high level. Because when you're practicing four or five days a week, playing at least once a week, sometimes three, four, five times over the weekend, softball, soccer, baseball, you've got to have that recovery component to bounce back, or you're just not going to be able to play at the level that you want to play. So the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by CORE, Cryotherapy, and Wellness in the township across from Sombra. Good morning. Welcome in. Excited about football. We got more tonight. Uh, my guy John Rice Pumley had a good night for Central Florida, um, probably playing his way into first-round pick uh, as a quarterback. Um, and Florida got, you know, they got abused and smoked and so on. And, and it happens. And people are ready to fire Billy Napier. Um, John Middlecoff, who we've had on the show, he's out in the Bay Area. Uh, he used to work, I think, for the 49ers, and now he's in. Um, he, he he's on San Francisco's Sports Talk Radio and does some other things. But John Middlecoff, Middlecoff tweeted, it's just a matter of time uh, before Lane Kiffin and Dan Lanning are being talked about as an ex-Florida coach. And I don't know why Dan Lanning would – I mean, yes, he's at Oregon. I mean, he hadn't really done anything. But I guess since he coached under Kirby Smart, that means he should be thrown in the mix. To me, I'd say slow down. This is year two. You need Napier to work. It's kind of like Zach Arnett. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you need Napier to work. You're going through coaches left and right. You don't want to do it again. And Napier proved, has proven he can win. Um, I think you give him time. Was it a good showing? No. But it was against a tough team. You didn't open up against Mercer or Southeast Louisiana. Should have.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. have
2: never scheduled that game. Okay. But, you know, you schedule to win. Schedule easy to win. And um, I mean, old Miss knows all about that, right, Jason, playing Vanderbilt for 40 years in a row? you scheduled to win.
3: Hey, man. That's how it shook down, you know?
2: Right. not our fault. And so one thing that I would keep an eye on, I know we're a long way from from this, um, but I did want to throw it out, and I don't think it's that awesome if you're um, a Mississippi State fan, but you're not ready to look this far. I know you're excited about tomorrow, and you should be, and you're going to win, and yeah, uh, you know, I think Will has a big day and gets out of the game early, and you get to see Mike Wright, who people are talking about. How much, you know? Again, all it's been is Dart, Sanders, Walker, Howard. But um, Mississippi State's got some dudes at quarterback and um, a ton of talent, and and Will can play and play at a high level and spin it and and all that. But uh, Jaden Rashada looked pretty good for Arizona State. I know it was Southern Utah. But Mississippi State plays at Arizona State next year. You remember Rashada? He was the guy that allegedly was offered $9 million by Florida and actually went to Florida and, like, moved in. And then things kind of unraveled before he really started school, second semester of his senior year, but would have been his, you know, first semester of his freshman year. You see where I'm going. And he ended up at, at Arizona State. So that's just something to keep an eye on. They played last night and, uh, you know, first game. He had a pretty good game. Again, I know it was Southern Utah, and, and that's not – y'all have never watched Southern Utah play football, and, and I very much understand. So uh, what else did I look at? Wake Forest beat Elon. Ole Miss plays Wake next year. Uh, we'll see if they – if Klausen's still there and, you know, how that how that all looks. Uh, NC State won. Minnesota won 13-10. And oh, how about the big um, Missouri Tigers?
0: Thirty-five
2: to ten over South Dakota. Big win. So there you go. Uh, yeah, a win. A win's a win. Now we we got to drop this Marty Smith audio. Marty Smith is with the SEC Network. He looks like Dale Earnhardt's older brother. Um, somebody texted in on the Ag Up Equipment text line that uh, Marty Smith and Ryan McGee. What is it, Marty and? McGee, yeah, Marty and McGee, the show, that it's like uh, the redneck uh, Beavis and Butthead show. And and there's something to that. I mean, they play off – it's basically a football show with a lot of NASCAR, if that – Okay, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, and so – but here's what Marty Smith, who's on the SEC network, had to say about Will Rogers.
3: Mississippi is going to punch some people in the mouth. This yeah. That's
2: going to be another team that wants to out-physical you. That's how they're going to play the game. They got a tough dude behind center in Will Rogers. I love Will. that kid. That kid's tough as Woodpecker Lips.
3: <laughs> I just don't know where you get that.
2: <laughs> that is so Marty Smith. That is great. I'd like to ask our listeners if you all know anybody who is uh, tougher than Woodpecker Lips. Um, And so you can hit us up on the text line, 601-885-3776, and it's driven by your next John Deere tractor to manage your land from Ag Up Equipment in Canton and Pearl. Manage those 40 acres, 100 acres, Ag Up Equipment, John Deere, America's tractor. AgUp.com to find the dealership nearest you. Hattiesburg, McGee, Yazoo City, Pearl Canton. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. A couple of things that I want to go over, too, for tomorrow. So you sit there and you think, hey, we, we're going to win by 40 to 60 points tomorrow in Oxford and Starkville. Okay, fair enough. But you still want to get better. You want to get guys reps. You're hoping that they're playing with purpose. You're hoping that, you're, that you play clean. I mean, last night we saw sloppy, not just in the Florida-Utah game. As I was bouncing around, I get it, though. You know, you don't get to hit as much in practice. Honestly, you don't want to hit it. You do, but you don't because you don't want to lose players. Um, You want to hit more, but you don't want to hit too much. So tomorrow, what are you looking for? You got the new Mississippi State offense and the new Ole Miss defense. Again, defense gets up and running quicker. I don't know if Mercer – I think I could probably play for Mercer. Um, and that's scary with these these knees and, and, and this body. But the bottom line is you're looking for guys like uh, Travion Williams, Suntereen Perkins and and you know, Isaac Smith and Aiden Williams. So these are new guys. I know Travion's a redshirt freshman, but you know what a stay with me here. You're looking for new guys to see how much they progressed in the off season. And yeah. can they make an impact for you? Not tomorrow. I mean, you want them to play well, but can they make an impact for you in the next couple of weeks and couple of months? Uh, because you're going to need them. And there's many more that I could that I could list. Um, I, I think another question is: Does Ole Miss have anybody that can stretch the field? They didn't last year. Um, that's unusual. Did they this year? Um. I'm not convinced. We'll see. Franklin hadn't practiced in I don't know how long. Ever? True. And so, you know, do you have have anything close to – I mean, do you have a – yeah, do you just have any – a high-level wide receiver, and I don't mean A.J. Brown because we like to do that and start one Oxford. Talking about a defensive lineman, is he Jeffrey Simmons? A wide receiver, is he A.J. Brown? No. I'm just talking about, you know, do you have a guy – who can make big plays, not tomorrow, against Mercer, in conference games, when it matters, on third down, press, man coverage, somebody's right in your grill, can you get off the line of scrimmage and beat somebody and make the play? So we'll see. And and then how will Will and them and Barbet and everything look with the offense? It's just going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um you know, I think when Golding shuts out Mercer, that Jason's going to text me and say the Land Shark defense is back. That's oh, what I'm expecting. You're you're
3: getting that text, no doubt. Even even if they put up ten, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's a sham. Ole Miss, eleven and one.
2: Right, right. And uh, yeah, well, how 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 long does Quinshawn Judkins play? I think I'd play him about a minute and a half. Maybe. Does that sound good.
3: Yeah, I mean, Ulysses... Let's just
2: say the first play of the game, he rips off a 48-yard run. Tap. Tap. (laughs) Good. Come on over. Get you some water. We're good. Get you some coconut water. We're good. I'm drinking water and coconut water right now. It's delicious. Um, And how long will our starters play? Boy, to me, I'm always intrigued with that, what Kiffin and Arnett want to do there. It's that yeah. You know, I, I want to get the guys out. I want to get them reps. Uh, I want them to break a good sweat. I want to get the contact going. I want them to get used to game speed, even if we're not playing SEC cal- caliber opponents. However, what's that number? You know, how does that look? Jaden Crumity. You know, Jordan Watkins. Um, and then Dart, Sanders, Howard, Rogers, Mike Wright, oh my gosh, I just thought of it before the show, I can't remember the kid's name, From I mean, we talked about him, it was a heck of a get by Leach slash Arnett, anyway, the kid from the Nashville area that, uh, that's a true freshman that was a, a four star that they had to beat, uh, they beat Florida State out for him last year, yeah, I think so. I think so. All right, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Bank Plus. It's more than a name. It's a promise. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I want to thank you for going to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Also, appreciate you going to our YouTube page, search Out of Bounds Sports. Got a lot of video on there from this week, even um, with me being on the road some. Got a lot of video. YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. Would love for you to hit subscribe. Yeah, Chris Parsons. Thank you. He's the kid from the Nashville area. And so we'll see how many guys play. I would think they want to get Mike Wright some serious reps. The The buzz out of the building um, was that in June and July, Mike Wright took his game to another level. And that's a good thing for Mississippi State because if something happens to Will, if he's knocked out for a series or something – then you got a guy. Well, he's already played in the SEC. Remember that, and he's played at the worst team in the SEC. So you're playing way uphill. Um, and he helped his team beat Florida, and he helped his team beat Kentucky. So he's been in the mix. He's been drilled by big time athletes, and he's he knows the speed and so on. But he's a guy. And how will Barbe work him in even throughout the season? I'm not just talking about when you got a blowout. If if you do what you're supposed to do tomorrow, and you get up twenty-one nothing, you know, and then Mike Wright gets inserted into the game, but how much will Barbe use him just in a game that's like close? And I guess same thing with Lane. You know, how much is he going to switch up? He 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 kind of became bad Lane last year for the first time that surfaced at Ole Miss, and it was like he took crazy pills and was going a little overboard as far as, you know, fourth down, going forward on fourth down, and and so on. And people were talking about, well, Dart didn't play well. I didn't think his coach coached well. Are you allowed to say that? I don't know. Blasphemy. I know. I know. (laughs) You're not allowed to critique Ole Miss, but I thought thought Lane really let down his quarterback last year. Also, they didn't have a down-the-field threat. Dart doesn't recruit. I mean – Mingo and Heath weren't it. Watkins wasn't ready. Um, so we'll see what they got now as far as going over the top. Mississippi State wants more explosive plays. That's all you've heard from Barbe. Now, they had more than I think the fan base gave them credit for. But, that, yes, they did throw. They did check down to the running backs a lot, and they did throw underneath a lot. Now, Will's proven that he can throw it down the field. I mean, he's, he's had plenty of throws, 20, 25, 30-plus yards. But that's the, that's the way – this is where the game is today. Offensive and defensive red zone efficiency – or scoring efficiency. Offensive and defensive scoring efficiency. And then explosive plays. Can you generate explosive plays? Ole Miss has generated more explosive plays, I think for the most part, the last 12 or 13 years. But Mississippi State's won as much or more. Actually, more. If you look at bowl games and bowl street, but you still, you still want that. Can you stretch it with Tulu, Justin Robinson and Xavier Thomas? I think you can. I don't think you've had a trio like that ever. I really don't. I mean, you can get cute with it and say, well, you know, back, I mean, they had Danny Knight and Glenn Young and I don't know, somebody else. Yeah, but they didn't throw the ball. I mean, they ran the wishbone. Mm. So that, that doesn't really count to me. I don't think you've ever had Justin Robinson, two Lou Griffin, and Xavion and, uh, Thomas, that kind of trio at one time. Now, you remember a couple of months ago, I had the audacity to say that I felt like Mississippi State had a better uh, wide receiving unit than Ole Miss. My Twitter melted. Jason's friends came out of the woodwork.
3: Whoa, whoa!
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my friends—they came out of Bou-Ray fighting, and Come and, on. and Ajax and Proud Larry's. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, brown loafers, khakis, Southern Marsh shirts, and Ray Bans, and they were ready to fight. Uh, because I I had the audacity to say, well, you know. Maybe Mississippi State has more talent. Gap yeah, may not be that wide, but maybe Justin Robinson, Tulu Griffin, and, and Xavier Thomas. Um, Trump, Ole Miss two transfers, and Jordan Watkins. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. But maybe they do. I saw where uh, Spivey was ruled ineligible, tied in, for Mississippi State. That looks like a big, heaping mess. I have a question. Why did that not come down until this week? I mean, I understand that the NCAA is a lot like it. Well, it mirrors the federal government. It's just a big melting pot of quicksand of just nothing. No, Nothing can get done. Right? Yeah, it's like, it's like trying to swim in quicksand. You know what quicksand is, Jason?
3: Yeah, I mean, I've never... I think as a kid, you always think you're gonna run into it as an adult, and I've never seen quicksand before.
2: Yeah, it used to be in movies when I was growing up. I don't oh, think yeah. it's as much now it, during your generation. Indiana, uh, it Jones. was like it, it like they try to scare you. They throw quicksand in a movie, right? And then somebody would be in it and trying to get out of it. Yeah, and that was that was a lot of like edge of your seat movie watching.
3: They reach for when, help when, when, and everything.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now it's you know we've got all this incredible technology and software, so you know you wouldn't even dream about um, throwing a, a quicksand scene. Your your generation would go to sleep. Um, you know you got to have lasers and things flying around and all kinds of crazy stuff. But anyway, my point is, uh, why did it it why did it take so long? So I was told that this could happen back in late May, early June that there were some concerns. Uh, Spivey transferred in from uh, TCU. He was at Mississippi State, transferred TCU, transferred by. He looks pretty upset. He wrote a pretty thorough um, uh, description of what played out the last few months and that he got, well, really bad advice at TCU. Now, the here's the flip side. The flip side is that nobody wants to mess with student-athletes, which is a good thing right now because they know, hey, once they file a lawsuit, that's when it gets real dicey. Yeah. Steve Robertson posted that he had talked to Tom Mars, and even though Tom's not trying as many of those these cases anymore, that he may jump in. Wow. And Tom has tried a lot of these cases, and he's gone head-to-head with the NCAA and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I can tell you that that's a blow to your tight end room because you haven't had a tight end room the last three years. Um, so I don't know what they'll do there. I'm sure Barbet was like, well, I'm sure he said things that I can't say on the air. <laughs> hey, the out of bounds show is brought to you by the all new Napa auto parts store, I 55 North in Jackson. We're so excited to welcome in all six locally owned Napa auto parts stores with a seven o- seventh on the way. But the new Napa Auto Parts store is located I-55 North in Jackson. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by Napa Auto Parts and their brand-new store, I-55 North in Jackson. We want to welcome in all six of the locally-owned Napa Auto Parts stores to the Out of Bounds Show at 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Back to